would you consider short-term income protection or has PPI ruined its chances of success? In this episode, I talk to Sandip Roy Chowdhury of new insurer Realm Protection Limited. Their short-term income protection is simple, easy to apply for and a cost-effective alternative to long-term product equivalents. We talk about where short-term income protection fits in the overall protection market and within the financial advisor's protection toolkit. That's all right here in episode 70 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome, you're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. episode you can find the show notes and links to things we talked about at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash mpaf so let's get on with the show and here's your host roger edwards Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Empath Podcast. Whether you're listening to this in the car, on the train, on the treadmill, or wherever you are, thanks so much for plugging me and my guests into your earphones. If you enjoy the show, can I ask two quick favours? First, please share the podcast with at least one friend or one colleague, either by email or social media. That'll help me grow the audience and to attract guests who want to share their ideas and insights with you. Secondly, I've set up a listener survey where you can give me feedback on the show. What you like to hear covered, which guests you'd like to listen to, and your thoughts on the format of the show. It'll only take two minutes to fill in the questions, so please go to rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash survey, that's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash survey, and fill in those questions. And I'll draw one name from a hat in the new year and send the winner a bottle of champagne. So go on, it takes just two minutes. Hit pause now and go and fill it in. Thanks, I really appreciate that. So let's talk about short-term income protection and my guest Sandip Roy Chowdhury. Sandip is a director of Realm Protection Limited. With a banking background, Sandip believes that the key to engaging clients is to offer simple, easily accessible products. So let's get into that interview right here on the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. So Sandip, welcome to the Empath podcast. Thank you, Roger. And uh, I, I know we've postponed this for a while, but really looking forward to having this uh, discussion with you. And where are we Skyping from today, Sandip? Um, I'm in London. In the city or whereabouts? Uh, I am actually today at home. Uh, I have an office at home as well. Okay. Um, so that's northwest London in Mill Hill. Uh-huh. But you have an office based in Lombard Street, I think. That's right, yes. And you work for a company called Realm Protection. And we're going to have a chat about where the company started, the products you've developed. But Samdip, before we get there, just give me a little bit of background about yourself, where you came from, what your ambitions are, where your future lies. Basically, what makes Samdip Roy Chowdhury tick? Sure. Interestingly, I, I do not have a background in insurance. Uh, That's I, not necessarily I, a bad thing, actually. <laughs> yes. I did a degree in engineering at Imperial College in London and uh, then trained as a, as a chartered accountant with uh, Ernest & Young and moved to uh, financial services 
in banking, actually, and spent uh, about 20 odd years uh, working for uh, JP Morgan, Credit Suisse, and what is now Santander in the stage of my career. Uh, moved uh, to insurance in 2000. 10, uh, actually 2009, when I started in a company which did um, some protection as well as a bit of asset management, which was principally my background at Credit Suisse before I started. And hence my interest in insurance now and Realm Protection, which is a company that uh, I have co-founded with someone else. And I am a director and co-founder of Realm Protection, which uh, we started just over two years ago. Okay, and, and Realm Protection is actually a product provider, isn't it? That is correct. We do develop and design products with uh, underwriters and um, distribute it through various channels. And those channels could be financial advisors and, and other intermediaries? That is correct. We do uh, distribute the products through financial advisors as well as uh, some of the uh, well-known comparison sites who uh, we are part of the panel of providers on them. It's interesting because we first met each other, uh, gosh, it's probably about four or five months ago now, at the Protect Association. And um, For those of you listening to the podcast who don't know what the Protect Association is, it's a, it's a group of um, providers, financial advisors and industry practitioners who come together about once a quarter to, to listen to presentations and, and to, to debate about what's happening in the industry. And we were talking about realm protection at the Protect Association. Sandip, and I thought it'd be really interesting to get you on the podcast to really explore how you came up with the idea for this company. I have to say that when we were introduced, I did think that Realm Protection was an intermediary and that you were actually um, advising on existing protection products. But it's actually very interesting that you developed and you are marketing your own products. So maybe give us a bit of background about where the idea for Realm Protection came from mm. and perhaps what it was that stimulated you to set your own company up rather mm. than obviously mm. distributing the products of other people. Um, yes, uh, the idea of, of the products that we develop now, uh, it st really stemmed from uh, my personal experience actually when back in 2008 when when Lehman Brothers happened and and. Uh, myself and a lot of our colleagues, uh, or my colleagues, sorry, lost their jobs uh, in the financial crisis. Uh -huh. And I did really, did really see the the need for you know having some sort of uh, financial support in the form of insurance, and felt this is something that people do really need. Uh, if you look at people working in in banking and other financial services, it, it is very unrealistic for her to expect that of support coming uh, from the state and, yes. and principally rely on savings and some on insurance, such as unemployment insurance. My interest in, in, in insurance and wanting to develop something on my own came uh, from from this need that I saw. And I, I took an interest in what, what was out there in the market. And, and, and as you all very well know, there are a fair number of insurance providers who do the accident, sickness, and unemployment type of insurance. Yeah. And that is the area that we, we started in. And it wasn't anything particularly new that we did with our, with our first suite of products, which was more to sort of get ourselves established, get something going, perhaps introduce a, a few different features uh, into a product and then move on to something which is our current focus, which is a five-year accident sickness insurance, which is sort of moving on from the pure 
short-term income protection to to a, an area which is sort of straddles the middle between short-term income protection and and the traditional longer-term income protection. When you were looking at the market, obviously there are companies out there that do full income protection. Um, yes. Obviously companies like Aviva, Unum, mm-hmm. etc. And very short-term, one-year income protection. As you said, you specialised in the in the five-year income protection. Mm-hmm. So a couple of a couple of questions occurred to me from that point of view. First of all, why did you decide not to effectively go with the longer term products? And secondly, did you not fear that focusing on this short term income protection market might have created the impression that you were uh, effectively selling PPI, which is obviously um, something that people are very scared of these days? To answer the first part of your question, we don't have currently the infrastructure that you need to support that suite of products, Mm -hmm. principally in terms of uh, underwriting. And we wanted to remain a provider of simple products, simple to the consumer. Right. Um, who are increasingly buying insurance online and buying it like the click of a button. I mean, with that in mind, we, we focused on the short-term income protection because that's we definitely believe that there is a need for that in the market. Mm-hmm. And the customer journey needs to be fairly straightforward and simple in order to get the traction in the market that we would like to get. As a result, a lot of our, our distribution is online through through the comparison sites. In um, terms of the, the five-year product, this, we felt, is different from what's available in the market. The five-year benefit income protection uh, is offered by other long-term income protection providers as a, a kind of a low-cost option, yes, uh, but not as a proposition on its own. Ours is, is a standalone five-year income protection product with a guaranteed premium uh, for the five years and a benefit period of five years. Right. Yeah, that, that compares to the long-term products that are available from the mainstream providers where, on the whole, people take the policy out, say, until retirement, but they do have the ability to create a product where the benefit payment would own, would be limited to five years. What yes. you're saying is you're not offering that longer term option. You're just offering a product that will pay for five years. Yes. And the idea was to uh, make the application process as simple as possible. So we have five medical questions that right. we to answer. And if they answer those satisfactorily, then they go on cover immediately. Are, so there, any, is, are there any medicals involved? Do they have to go no, for medicals? No, there so, isn't any medicals involved. So you answer the questions. If you answer satisfactorily, i.e. that you meet the eligibility criteria, you, you go on risk immediately. I'm, I'm a big fan of the simple model. And, and again, going back to the, the, the second question that I was going to ask, is there a danger that you might be compared to PPI insurance here? What, what have you done to ensure that you don't get tarred by the same brush? I believe the big difference between uh, is in the way PPI was sold and the way our products are sold, completely decoupled from anything else. So it's it's a standalone pool offering effectively. So customer is actually looking for this kind of insurance mm-hmm. and coming to buy rather than uh, being told about it when they have gone to take out a loan or something else. Yeah, I, I think that's the key difference. But it is still, you know, in the eyes of the FCA, it is still a, a payment protection insurance. Yes. And that's their definition. That doesn't make it a bad product. I believe it's a very useful product and sold properly and where the customer is very clear about what the what what they're buying. So if it's if it does what it says on the tin, then it's a good product. I Our focus has always been to be uh, clear about the eligibility, uh, clear about the exclusions. You know, we we really hope that you know over time people 
people will will come back to this absolutely i mean the the income protection is 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 vastly under underbought across the whole of the uk population again one of the reasons for that is unfortunately the ppi mis-selling another reason is the complexity of a lot of the products out there some mm-hmm. of the products are so complicated that financial advisors tend to just tend not to talk about them they may be focus on critical illness cover or life insurance instead and i think that a simple approach like this is very, very interesting. Let's think about um, some of the challenges that you face, Sandip, mm-hmm. getting this initiative off mm-hmm. the ground. How did you start Realm Protection and, and, and um, how did you overcome those challenges that you faced? One thing which, uh, you know, I, I believe when you start a business, you have to have two things at least. One is a, be passionate about it and, and really want to do something. Yeah. And two is more of an issue for people at our stage in career, wanting to do something other is, is is leverage some existing experience, contacts, relationships. And that's the piece which uh, we uh, were able to do quite successfully from based on our previous experience and leverage some of that uh, relationship and the contacts we had in the industry to get what we want in terms of putting our proposition forward and and getting getting the, the end result. The other challenge was obviously getting all the regulatory hurdles through. However, in that I, I have uh, some background in risk management and uh, and compliance uh, back from my days in, in banking, mm-hmm. um, which obviously um, helped us go through that hurdle. And we got um, regulated fairly, I, I guess, our authorization from the FCA uh, within reasonable time. So you've started a new company, you've developed a suite of products, so we've got short-term income protection, we've got the five-year income protection product with added accidental mm-hmm. death benefit. Mm-hmm. What would you say has worked well so far and what maybe hasn't worked so well as you've built your business? What has worked well is being able to use the technology yeah. um, and the the, 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 the the internet, which has enabled us to do what, wouldn't have been possible without it. Mm-hmm. I think that that clearly is what has worked well. I think the challenge has been uh, to get ourselves more recognized in in the larger networks and the of the financial advisors, mm-hmm. where it is uh, it, it takes time to uh, build track record and credibility to get their their attention. So distribution clearly is is our biggest challenge. And are you finding that financial advisors are quite warm to the products that, you, that you're offering? Or do you find that there's quite a lot of comparison with the aforementioned longer-term insurances that are on offer from the, the established providers? I think there there is more of an incentive to sell longer-term insurance products because of uh, simply because of the, the commission structure. Uh-huh. Um, they also like the, the short-term income protection and... Hopefully, our our five year product because of of the simplicity and and the ease of selling, mm-hmm. um, which which we hope will overcome some of the challenges we have to deal with with regard to compensation structure. I call it compensation. I come from a banking background, but it's <laughs> the com- commission structure. So, so effectively, the the five year product, um, the income protection with the accidental death benefit, is classed as a uh, is it classed as a general insurance as opposed to a long term? It, it is classed insurance. as a general insurance. Uh huh. And therefore, the remuneration that the product generates will be based upon a percentage of the annual premium. 
Yes. Which is which is what you would expect on a general yes. insurance policy. Yeah. Okay. And what what some what are some of the techniques that you've been used using to market your business and to and to get people aware of um, of realm protection? Have you been on social media? Or are you doing mailings? Very good question, Roger. And in fact, that's uh, really our focus going forward. And I think this is part of that initiative. Mm-hmm. Between now and February, we are going to sort of broadly undertake some degree of uh, what I call digital marketing effort, uh, including social media and others. I'm a learner in that field. (laughs) So we have engaged somebody to to help us with that. And we uh, hope to make some some, uh, progress over the next few months to ensure that um, you know our, our product and our, our website is visible uh, certainly on the uh, online platforms it, it's actually quite interesting because um, most people would probably say that insurance isn't the sort of thing that comes in up in general day-to-day conversation it's not usually the sort of thing you have a conversation with with your friends in the pub or in, in the mm-hmm. coffee shop but actually if you were to go on twitter or or social media platforms such as that even facebook and do a search for terms like disability or unemployment or even insurance you will actually find there are quite a few people talking about this stuff and therefore social media is a good way of potentially finding people who might want to have a talk about what you're offering yes and and we believe you know uh, we obviously do not have the marketing budgets of a, of a large insurer mm-hmm. at least not yet <laughs> so uh, i think we have to be realistic and practical in what we can do mm-hmm. and we it's sort of building blocks and then and moving to the next next year and i i believe you know once we have our website open to open to the retail public and uh, an active digital campaign uh, and the fact that our brand is is visible on the comparison sites will hopefully give us a, a push which we need um, to, to sort of get to the next stage. What would you say is the one thing that you would like those people who are listening to the Empath podcast today to take away from the experiences you've had as you've built Realm Protection? To believe in what you want to do and listen but you know, stick to a, a plan of action which you must follow through before you give up. <laughs> you must follow that through. It doesn't sound like you're about to give up at any time soon, no. Sandip. I have to say, it it is very important to, uh, and it's it's. I think entrepreneurship is about also to some extent, you know, uh, learning and and moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may start in a direction, and then you might change direction. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that you've learned based on feedback and uh, and research, which makes you realize that maybe you need to. To change direction a bit to get get to get to where you want to go. Yes, there's an element of experimentation there, which I think the greater and wider industry perhaps doesn't do, partially because they can't do because they have such legacy systems and they have such mm. Um, mm. huge bureaucracies. Mm. But a lot of entrepreneurial companies outside of financial services will try an idea, get feedback from the customers, and adapt it as they go on. And it sounds like you're in a perfect position to be able to do that yourselves. And we are hopefully going to do that with our five-year product because that's what we did. We launched it. We've had some feedback. We're just tweaking it, going back again, see how that goes. We may we may revisit it again or take you know maybe take out another version of it. It is it is quite interesting to see how you can evolve a product by just starting it from a base. 
Sandip, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to talk about realm protection. I'm really quite interested in your model. For a long, long time, I've thought that the income protection market has been overly complicated, that products have been difficult to understand and have therefore always fallen to the bottom of the advice pile behind life insurance and behind critical illness cover. So it's very interesting that you've decided to focus on a shorter term product, a five-year income protection and accidental death product, which which is simple to understand and simple to apply for. Sounds like a fascinating model and be very interested to see how it develops as you um, hit the marketing a lot more going into 2016. Before we finish, I always like to finish off the podcast with a quick fire round of business questions. So let's go straight into that. Sandip, what's the one thing that you would change about the financial services industry if someone gave you a magic wand to wave? Make it simple. <laughs> I should have known that was going to be the answer. Yes, it's too complicated. <laughs> what's the one business model, or it could be a product or a campaign, that's caught your attention in the last year, even if it was from a competitor? Tell us what it was and what you liked about it. Have you heard of a company called Nutmeg? Nutmeg? No, I haven't. I like right. Nutmeg, but I haven't heard of a company called Nutmeg. <laughs> it's, it's not an insurance. No. But it is in, in, in investments. Okay. And it is kind of a do-it-yourself do investment platform. It gives customers the opportunity to invest themselves with a lot of easy-to-access information and research right. and a model portfolio. So that's sort of making a very complex industry available to the consumer mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the help of technology. That sounds really interesting. I'm going to have a look for that nutmeg. Tell us about an app or a gadget that's made a huge difference to your working life. Um, I have to say the the map applications which enable me to find places for meetings, especially when you're uh, running out of time, is quite handy. Uh, And I I also use a lot of the travel apps to book hotels and and flights, uh, which which I think uh, is certainly a a huge step forward from the days of travel agents. Booking.com is my favourite one for hotels. And what's the best business book you've ever read, Sandip? Tell us what you like about it and what you took from it. I'm afraid I don't really read that many business books. Uh, It's been a while since I read one, so I wouldn't be able to remember the name. (laughs) And before we go, Sandip, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few people listening to the podcast today who are going to want to get in touch with you. Perhaps they want to find out a bit more about the products you're offering. And if they are financial advisors, perhaps they might like to think about setting up an agency with you. So what's the best way that people can connect with you and to get in touch? Uh, Best way to get in touch is uh, by email at sandip at realmprotection.co.uk or please visit the website. And I will, of course, include links to your website and that email address in the show notes for the podcast, which you can find at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. Sandip, thank you so much for talking to me today. Let me wish you every success for the future of Realm Protection going into next year with your marketing campaign. And... Hopefully, I might get to catch up with you again at the next Protect Association meeting. Thank you very much, Roger, for giving me the opportunity to come and speak to you today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. 
If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You could be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? Okay.